the 98th, give or take a couple, QuackCast. I'm sick of the standard entry, so let me just tell you that you can find the references over at Science-Based Medicine, that my growing multimedia empire is available at edgydoc.com. Whenever I ask my son some pop culture reference as I'm preparing this podcast, he always says, being edgy again, Dad. So yeah, edgydoc.com. I'm doing the Twitter thing and the Facebook thing, although I still find Facebook to be almost entirely opaque. And of course, I beg and grovel to have you go on the interwebs and write me glowing reviews on iTunes. But you're actually here for a podcast. And this one is called Low Level Lasers, In-Rays in Action. I do not want to get all angsty and omphaloskeptic, but I have been thinking more of late of the purpose of this podcast and why I do it. Podcasts and the people who do them are ephemeral. It takes a unique personality and commitment to churn out these podcasts and commit them to the ether, especially since Michelson and Morley. I don't give much thought to who my listeners are, at least as a composite. These podcasts start out now as science-based medicine entries, and I read most of the comments on every one, and I've certainly developed a mental picture as to who some of my regular readers are although I suspect I do not even have the correct gender most of the time. The commenters, of course, represent a tiny fraction of the regular readers and listeners of this podcast. It occurs to me, I really don't have a clue who you are. I do these first for my own education and entertainment, and then for the slightly bored and overwhelmed medical resident, since that is who I spend most of my time educating at work. Someone educated with an understanding of basic medicine, but has more important things on their mind than understanding homeopathy in great detail to know why it is complete nonsense. I doubt that the majority of my listeners are healthcare workers, and I suspect continuing medical education is not a major part of this podcast. I never thought of what I do as consumer protection. But this week, my wife showed me a half-page advertisement in the local paper, The Oregonian, and I realized that not only was the advertisement a good topic for blogging, but we do a lot of consumer protection in this podcast and over at Science-Based Medicine. So here is a consumer protection report. So this was the headline, a special wellness report. New medicine based on an 88-year-old theory by Albert Einstein can help almost anyone who is sick or injured. New? Well, on the Googles, I find this exact same headline with an identical ad and the same ill-at-ease-looking dog going back to 2008. And this was a topic by my second favorite computer, ORAC, in 2009. Einstein was one smart person, no doubt, but what does he have to do with medicine? Put your pinky in the corner of your mouth and say, sea bass. Sorry. What Einstein did was lasers. Frickin' lasers. Since Einstein came up with the first description of the physics of lasers, he is responsible for their medical application. 
It is a good thing that Einstein is dead, as I am not sure he would be happy to be associated with this particular application of his ideas. He was not fond of E equals MC squared being turned into an atomic bomb. And while not as potentially awful as the A-bomb, he was not a fan of the misapplication of any of his ideas. The advertisement is by one Dr. Larry Little, L-Y-T-L-E. He's a doctor in dentistry, and when I think of universal disease treatments, I of course think of a dentist. Got lung cancer? See a dentist. Rabies? Dentist. You got cavities? Huh, I go to an acupuncturist's, but that's me. And the PhD is from Donsbach University. From what I can tell, a, a diploma mill, an educational facility of suspect provenance. The advertisement starts with, quote, registered with the FDA to be 100% safe. In 2009, the FDA approved of the use of the healing light, his laser, for osteoarthritis of the hand. Evidently, the limited FDA approval was noted and then expanded on by the sales of the healing light, resulting in a 2001 le warning letter noting, quote, review of our records reveals that you did not obtain marketing approval or clearance before you began offering the Q10 laser and the 808 enhancer probe for sale, which is a violation of the law, end quote. And although, quote, a review of our records indicates that we cleared a pre-market notification for the Q1000 laser and the 66 enhancer probe Q laser system K080513 with an intended use for, quote, providing temporary relief of pain associated with osteoarthritis of the hand, which has been diagnosed by a physician or other licensed medical professional, end quote, end quote. It is being marketed for other medical reasons. As a result, there is now an asterisk pointing to the bottom of the ad, which was not present in 2008 for the laser. And the new warning states, quote, the Q laser system is indicated for providing temporary relief of pain associated with osteoarthritis of the hand, which has been diagnosed by a physician or other licensed medical professional. No other medical treatment claims are made or implied, end of quote. No other medical claims are made or implied? Let's see. According to the ad, lasers can be used, quote, to help almost every health problem ever experienced by a human being, exclamation mark. Hmm. I guess since no specific disease is mentioned, it qualifies. At least the description is true of how the Q laser works. Quote, a somewhat unscientific description of how this healing light can potentially reverse the damage done by human sicknesses disease. It, low-level lasers, re-energizes the cells in your body with the right kind and the proper amount of healing energy. Low-level lasers have been clinically shown to reduce pain, reduce inflammation, increase cellular energy, increase cellular permeability, so nutrients the cells need to heal can get into the cell, and even help correct faulty DNA. Hmm. Perhaps finally a cure for Downs. 
the asterisk is where the aforementioned warning comes in. But I do think it was summed up nicely. It is unscientific. Dr. Little is understandably coy in his advertisement as to what can be treated with the laser. The FDA is watching after all. His collected works, available on the interwebs, are not. Quote, program your Q1000 with canceling flu frequencies and apply your laser preventively. Or, quote, low-level lasers such as the Q1000 that produce soliton waves carry electrons back to the damaged atoms and cells, helping to restore normal DNA composition and normal positive soliton wave communications between the cells. This process is how low-level laser therapy, you know, that's really hard to say. Try saying toy boat three times, easy compared to saying low-level laser therapy, can be effective for diabetes. Remember that type 2 diabetes results when cellular receptor sites have been altered and will not allow insulin to attach. This reduces the cell's ability to produce adequate ATP, the cell's energy blocks. When this damaged cell is reproduced millions of times, the result is type 2 diabetes. Who knew? Low-level laser therapy, and particularly the patented Q1000 laser, produces soliton waves that carry electrons to the damaged cells, restoring their capability to function normally. Mode 3 of the Q1000 has 29 pre-programmed frequencies that have been proven effective at restoring intracellular communication and helping to reduce blood sugar levels for type 2 diabetics. So we, at least we have the ability to prevent flu and cure diabetes. Slightly unscientific at this point seems unnecessarily modest. Of course, the lasers treat all pain of all types. So let's go back. What are low-level lasers? Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> Can't do it. Lasers that are put on the skin that emit laser light that does not result in heating, usually somewhere in the infrared spectrum. There is enormous variability in the various low-level lasers and cold lasers on the market with little, that's L-I-T-T-L-E, not L-Y-T-L-E, like the good doctor, in the way of standardization. The first question is not, does it work, but should it work? Is there biologic plausibility? Low-level lasers are supposed to work by, quote, the photochemical theory, which is not universally accepted, which postulates that absorbed light interacts with chromophores, organic molecules, which in turn modulate cellular activities. A simple question would be how much laser light actually penetrates the skin. Hardly any. The intensity of laser radiation is reduced by 66% after being transmitted through a 0.784 millimeter, three quarters of a millimeter, sample of human abdominal tissue. In this study, most laser radiation is absorbed within the first one millimeter of skin. Or, quote, the penetration of both HENE, I think that's helium neon, and infrared lasers was observed for only a few millimeters. 
the most important absorption was observed at a depth of between 0.4 and 0.5 millimeters. Half a millimeter. These results suggested that the dermovascular plexus barrier seemed to decrease the penetration at that level. This finding should mean that the laser therapy did not have really direct effects on the deep tissue, end quote. Gee, you think? Everything is absorbed within, what, half a millimeter? Somehow I don't think the soliton waves are getting to your pancreas. It would seem unlikely that the gentleman quoted in one of Dr. Little's testimonial, who had relief from passing the laser over his prostate, was having an effect from the light. And I'm not quite certain where he was putting the probe to get that laser near the prostate. If you are a fan of prior plausibility, almost as hard to say as low-level laser, then a low-level laser should have effects on only the most superficial of cutaneous problems. However, a lack of plausibility is no barrier since, quote, the effects can be mediated by many different pathways. Wandering the PubMeds and interwebs on low-level lasers is a lot like wandering the acupuncture literature. Lasers are popular. There are innumerable anecdotes. The validation is often by those who get paid to offer it. And there are enough suggestive, poorly done studies to keep the therapy alive. Quote, It is difficult to compare results of the various studies into laser therapy as parameters, when fully recorded, often vary. Different conditions are treated, different dosages utilized, and different outcome measures are recorded. Investigative findings are ambiguous. For practically every supportive trial, there is a contradictory counterpart. Lasers appear a popular therapy lacking sufficient supportive research. End of quote. There is no good biologic reason to think low-level laser would have any effect. Most of the purported mechanisms are unimpressive, and often in cell cultures where that pesky skin is not in the way. There is apparently no disease that low-level laser can't treat, including acupuncture, or perhaps I misread the list where they said acupuncture was a disease. It's not a disease. Is it? And of course, it's quantum. Like various forms of acupuncture, there is no consensus on where to apply the lasers, what duration, what dose, what wavelength, and whether or not to pulse the light. Unlike acupuncture, the most consistent effect is a decrease in pain, a subjective endpoint that is subject to incredible bias. And like acupuncture, there is no reliable or consistent effect on any objective endpoint. Like acupuncture, there is a huge literature over 4,000 on the PubMeds, of mostly poorly done studies, some showing effect, some not. The Cochrane reviews are not particularly supportive of laser therapies, but note, as always, that the studies are uniformly lousy. Like acupuncture, better studies demonstrate decreasing effects. Like acupuncture, many of the studies are done by believers and published in journals whose raison d'etre is the intervention being studied. There is more than ample opportunity for the in-ray effect. For those of you who do not know in-rays, back at the turn of the century, there was a French physicist named Blondeau in, I believe, Nice, who discovered a new form of radiation. This is 1900, not 2000 for the end of the century. 
and he found them, called them N-rays. And he and his lab assistants all published several hundred articles on N-rays. N-rays made no sense within the construct of modern physics, even the physics of 1900, and they were usually observed right at the edge of detection. Consequently, an American went to the lab and when no one was looking, removed the part of the machinery that generated the N-rays, and people still saw them. It was simply the researcher fooling himself that something existed where it did not. Most of alternative medicine, of course, is no more than N-rays. Like acupuncture, reading the literature suggests there is no reason for lasers to have any real effects beyond placebo, which regular listeners know I consider no more than the patient convincing themselves they are improved when, in fact, they are not. The status of laser therapy is not unlike that of acupuncture a decade ago. A complete mess from which you can draw any conclusion you like. But given the prior plausibility and the ever-helpful rules of Dr. Ionides, suggests that it is all sound and fury signifying nothing. Unlike acupuncture, I would not totally dismiss low-level lasers. Superficial benefits, like minor wound healing, are not without plausibility, but probably with little clinical relevance. I suspect that time and careful studies on the efficacy of low-level lasers will have the same result as the last decade of acupuncture studies, that there is no there there. And if I were a potential consumer of medical products advertised in my local paper, I think I'd pass on laser therapy. Don't go into the light. So that ends the 98th QuackCast, the real award-winning QuackCast, the first QuackCast. There are a couple others out there, but mine, of course, is the only one that matters. Now that you're done, go on iTunes and write me a review. Is that too much to ask? I ask that every time. It gets kind of boring, doesn't it? Otherwise, you can find my growing multimedia empire over at edgydoc.com. See you guys later. Bye.